This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Hi, welcome to Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, a gardening show full of inspiration. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb, a self-confessed passionate gardener. I've been in the garden industry for many years and I totally enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is kindly sponsored by the Nelson Farmers Market at Kirby Lane every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1.30pm. Today we're focusing on my exciting purchase and more summer tasks. At the Nelson Farmers Market, with the move into red on the traffic light system, the Nelson Farmers Market operating regulations do not change. Please scan in, wear a mask and stay one metre away from people who are not in your bubble. It is important all customers at the market adhere to these simple criteria, so thank you in advance for your cooperation. Please check at the gate to see if there are any changes to this. Now is a great time to visit the market. It is overflowing with summer fruit and vegetables, including stone fruit, the first of new season's apples, blueberries, as well as salad greens, a wide range of tomatoes, cucumber, peppers, just to name a few. Please pop on down and see what's fresh this week. It's stressful times at the moment with this move to the red traffic like and, and Omicron being in Nelson, Tasman district. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, it won't have spread any further into our other districts such as Golden Bay or Marlborough. So grab a cuppa and breathe easy while I ramble for around about 15 minutes. I got such a lovely surprise on Friday morning when I went out to look in the rain and I realised it had rained, I think, when I woke up and I wasn't expecting it. No, that wasn't it. Hang on, sorry. I woke up and John said, boy, it poured last night. He tried to wake me up at 10.30, but I was dead to the world to tell me it was raining. And to be honest, if he had, I wouldn't have been grumpy because I just really was desperate to hear raindrops. When I went out to look at the rain gauge, 12.5 centimetres in it. I was sort of thinking, oh, maybe we had four. And I was just so excited. It was a giant yippee. And probably the nicest thing was not having to water the nursery at 7.30am, which is what I usually do, on Friday morning. I felt as though I was on holiday. It really is the little things, particularly at this time of the year. So I also got a lovely surprise yesterday morning when John told me it was drizzling when, when, he, when he woke up. And... I went out to the rain gauge thinking, oh, you know, we'll have one mil. We had five. It's like, what? Universe, you wonderful creature. <laughs> I know we're, expecting, we're supposed to get rain today as well, so fingers crossed. I don't mind in the slightest. We've actually, we've, even though it's been really dry and hot, we've had more rain so far this January than, or in January than we did last year. Last year we got 11 mils, and we've already had more than that, so I'm a pretty happy chappy. Having said that, the blue sky and sunshine we've been having recently have just been doing my head in. It's been so hot and it just takes me back to the Redwood Valley fires and it's just like, Ugh. anyway, I'm trying not to think about that sort of thing. What I'm about to tell you, you'll think I've gone more mad than usual and that's saying something. <laughs> As you know, I'm on five acres of land and I have a huge kitchen garden. Well, last week I bought a veggie pod. <laughs> You'll be thinking, but why? When you've got a huge veggie garden, why do you need a veggie pod, for goodness sake? There's a really simple answer. 
I have been getting so, so, so frustrated. Just ask John. So frustrated without, with not really being able to plant any crops at this time of the year in the kitchen garden. Our kitchen garden gets all day sun all year. So you can imagine at this time of the year, by nine o'clock in the morning, A, it's too hot to work out there, and B, anything like a lettuce or silver beet or anything like that is just going to go, excuse me? You expect me to get established in this searing heat? And I've found in past seasons that even when I water really well or water them thoroughly regularly, it's just, it's just no good. It's, they just don't like it out there. So I just thought, I've got to do something about this. So I ummed and out about a veggie pod because they're not cheap. They're not. But they do have a lot of benefits, including easing my frustration, which is a fabulous one. So we went off to Mitre 10 last Wednesday and we had done some research online and we're looking at them and sort of watching videos about them, etc. And I was umming and ahhing, thinking, should I just use my ordinary grow bags? But then I thought, well, the lovely thing about the veggie pod is that it does have a water reservoir. So that means, for instance, we're now on, on I think it's water restrictions A level, which means you can't water your lawns. You can still do handheld hosing of productive gardens and also ornamental gardens, I think. I'm pretty sure you can still do ornamental, but it's got to be handheld. It just it just takes that little bit of, uh, what's the word, pressure off when you know that this veggie pod has got a water reservoir. Now, the other reason I thought about getting it was it gives me a chance to really work out how will they work so that I can tell I can tell you and I can also write about them. I can review them for you. So that was another good reason or it made me feel better about buying one, put it that way, because I'm doing a service to the community. <laughs> That's my excuse and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so what was rather lovely about it, we, we owned an art, I thought, well, what size do I want? We didn't have room on our veranda for the two by one metre. So we went for the one by one metre, partly because one by half a metre, really, you couldn't really grow a lot in that. And one by one metre still is not huge in terms of the crops you can grow. But I have been tempted in the past to try the one metre garden. I think it's, it's one metre square garden or something. And you put down a grid on top of a square, you know, a square metre grid made from just very flimsy, non-treated wood. And then you, you sort of plant, you might plant, three beetroot plants in one section then you plant three or something else in another or you put a tiny row of carrots this sort of thing and I have friends who do it and they say it works absolutely brilliantly particularly if there's only two of you in the family or say three three total that that would work really well because you can grow just enough of different things to keep you going because I've only got one square meter it's going to be a little bit limiting and yeah that's okay so what I did was I tell you what, I got really excited. From the minute we planted three lettuce plants in there, I was just like, oh, wow, I can actually watch them growing. Close up and personal. <laughs> Told you I was mad. So what we did was we put it together, and I have to say, well, I must explain about it too, sorry. It was $329 for the veggie pod, and that comes with, you know, the, the base, the water reservoir base, and then the bit that sits on top of that, the, there's two, I think there's two sections that sit on top of that. And then you also get the woven frost, microclimber frost cloth hood, which is sewn really strongly. And you get metal rods as a frame. So it's not plastic, which I think is brilliant. The, the base is, you know, the bit where you plant your plants is plastic, but it's very heavy duty plastic. And then you've got the hood and the metal rods. 
and you do need to buy the legs separately, partly because you've got a choice of getting legs with casters, which are 209, or just straight legs, which are 109. So we went for the straight legs. Now at this stage, you might be going, oh my goodness, that's a lot of money. So I want to explain more about it. You're on Fresh FM. This is Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, sponsored by the Nelson Farmers Market at 23 Halifax Street on every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1pm, rain or shine. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb. Today we're focusing on my exciting purchase and more summer tasks. Just to reiterate, at the Nelson Farmers Market, with the move into red on the traffic light system, the, far- the market is operating regulations do not change. Please scan in, wear a mask and stay one metre away from people that are not in your bubble. It is really important that all customers at the market adhere to these simple criteria, so thank you in advance for your cooperation. Do check at the gate to see if there have been any changes. Now is a great time to visit the market. It's overflowing with all sorts of fantastic bounty. Pop on down and see what's fresh this week. So getting back to the price of the veggie pool, not the price, but the reason why I think that's not too bad. A, you get the water the water retention in the bottom, you get the reservoir, but also it's really, really, really well constructed. I was gobsmacked at the quality of the heavy duty plastic they've used. And also John, who's a mechanical engineer, when he was putting it together, said this is really, really impressive. The legs are solid, they're not flimsy. They're solid metal and all the all this, the bolts, etc. are really good quality. So I can sort of see why it is as much as it is. And I personally think it's going to be worth its weight in gold, particularly during the summer months. And also in the winter, you can keep the hood down and it'll create a microclimate. So you'll be able to grow more things that need slightly warmer temperatures. Maybe even perhaps basil. So I'll keep you updated with that one later on in the year. What's lovely is I've now got three, I've got three lettuce, two rainbow silver beet, I've got about five spring onions, and I've got three dwarf beans and a basil plant. So, and that's basically all I could fit in there. But that's okay, because they're the sort of things that I wanted to plant in the kitchen garden, but was just having, even the spring onions wouldn't grow out there, just too hot. So, the other thing that is going to be slightly tricky it's going to be a challenge is the rotational cropping because as you know you can't keep growing things in the same spot so I'm I'm going drawing a diagram I've got a really good garden diary so I'm drawing a diagram at the beginning of each month just showing what's where and I'll I'll change the diagram as I replant so I can keep an eye on, on my rotational cropping So that was that. That's my exciting purchase. And if you have any questions about it, please don't hesitate to email me at foeslamb at extra.co.nz because I'd love to be able to help. Getting on to more summer tasks. Tomatoes will be ripening well. One bonus of all the hot weather is that tomatoes, well my tomatoes in particular, are doing really well this year, as are my cucumbers and my courgettes, which is lovely. Remove any leaves that are shading for your tomato fruit trusses and also any yellow or dead leaves. Don't panic if you see leaves starting to go a little bit yellow and maybe withering up a bit. At this time of the year, that's quite normal for a tomato plant. If you end up with big black spots on it or, or you've got some black down the stem, that's a different story altogether. So again, don't hesitate to email me if you've got any questions. You can either email me at foeslam at extra.co.nz or through Fresh FM. 
So whichever way you'd like to do it, because I'd love to be able to help if you are having trouble with tomatoes or anything else. I'm here to help you. Anything I can do to ease stress with everything else that's going on in our world, then I will do it. It's also a great idea to side dress your tomato plants with just a few sheet manure pellets. They will help to retain vigour. Capsicum, chilli and eggplants will be growing well and will be starting to form their fruit if they haven't already. It's quite important to keep up with your watering with those. I know we're on water restrictions, so again, if you need to renew your mulch, then do. Bay Landscapes had run out of pea straw, by the way, but they, they have got more now. But again, they also have the red clover straw, which I swear by. It, it seriously is the best mulch on the market. I, I just, I don't use anything else. It's fantastic. And it doesn't grow peas. It doesn't grow barley grass, obviously, because it's not barley straw. Um, it doesn't grow anything. And the worms just adore it. And it's just lovely to work with. It looks great. It's, it's pretty, <laughs> as far as straw can be. There aren't as many white butterflies around. Have you noticed that? Paper wasps decimate monarch butterfly caterpillars, which is really sad. I have seen a few floating around our property, but definitely the numbers have reduced hugely. On a teensy tiny positive note, maybe, the um, paper wasps are also attacking white, white butterfly caterpillars. And I guess that's because they're sort of running out of the monarchs, which is really sad. But on a brighter note, from a gardener's point of view, it means there is, there is, I mean, I've probably seen half a dozen white butterflies in the last couple of months around my property. So I must keep an eye out and see if that's right, because maybe there might be more now I've said that. But I do know that people have been saying they haven't got nearly as many as usual, which is great. But if you do see them flying around and you've planted brassicas, then don't hesitate to toss your frost cloth, your, your open weave frost cloth over the top. That will help keep the well will definitely keep the white butterflies away. If you're going to do it, it's a good idea to check under the leaves to make sure there aren't any existing eggs or small caterpillars. Otherwise you'll be covering them up and they'll still get decimated and you'll think, well that didn't work, but it'll be because there were already eggs or caterpillars under the leaves of your brassicas. Passion vine hoppers, don't we loathe those little flicky things? <laughs> Honestly. I know I had a customer come in to Bay Landscapes to talk to me about them the other day on, on a Saturday and she was just saying that they her plants were just riddled with them and what could she do? They really need to be killed at the nymph stage. This is when you see these cute, they're, they're really cute looking but they're not, fluffy bums. And what's interesting is they're sort of a, the body is sort of a triangular shape. I've obviously studied them far too closely. Sort of a triangular shape and they do literally have a fluffy bum. Now, if you want to spray for that sort of thing, then that's the time to spray. You, when they're adults, the spray really does tend to have no effect or very little effect on the population. So really, the only thing you can really do is regularly blast them off your plants with a hose. It's not ideal, but you try to do them with your fingers, you can't. They just hop off or they hop onto you, more like it. So, yeah, they, they really are little rat bags. So the time to get them is when they're at the nymph stage. And that, that was probably at least a couple of months ago. Or maybe, yeah, probably around about a couple of months. Another thing I've noticed, and this is interesting, and I don't know whether it's because my ecosystem on this property is really healthy, I haven't seen a lot of whitefly this season either. So I'd love to know whether you have. Happy gardening. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions about anything I covered, email me at nelson at freshfm.net. 
Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers airs Tuesday morning 20 to 11 and replays Sunday afternoon 20 to 3. Previous editions of this show are available as a podcast from our website, freshfm.net, or through the Access Internet Radio app. Thanks to the Nelson Farmers Market at Kirby Lane every Wednesday from 8.30am to 1.30pm for supporting a show about gardening. Thank you for joining me. See you next time. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.